And welcome back to the Unpredictable Podcast, where no topic is too controversial or uncomfortable to handle. The safe haven for each listener. There is never a dull moment or topic. Every Saturday, we tackle a new topic, whether it's my boyfriend is leaving me, but I love him, or the oil crisis in the world. So sit back and let's see if we can figure out the roller coaster of reality together. And welcome back to our regularly scheduled podcast of the week. So this is going to be up on Saturday, if I'm correct. So as you would have heard in the one I randomly released on Thursday, I had to cut a podcast out. And it's not going to be released maybe until next like March at this rate. But I had this one also prepared. Well, after. And it's called Kara. Did I say Kara? So, I have like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven points to talk about today. And I'm gonna, I can't play it because copyright reasons. But if you're on TikTok, I don't have TikTok. I don't like TikTok. I don't want TikTok. But if you have TikTok, there's like a trend going on right now locally. And I think somewhat internationally of persons using a Travis Wool song featuring Patrice Roberts. I was like, I'm a, I, I can't sing. This is not my singing voice. But um, they're talking about drinking water and minding your business. And first thing I learned when I left Tobago and I went to university is minding my business. Now, Tobago is a, a very, there's like 65,000 people here. And we have a tendency to care about everybody's business sometime but our own. So somebody's always minding your business, but you never minding your own business, right? And in moving to Trinidad, I realized that that doesn't exist. Everybody, and I and I called my friends out on it because I said there's a level of individualism here that strips the island of feeling like a home. Everybody house feel like their own house, which is how it's supposed to be. But nobody looks out to each other, and it has led to. Persons dying, things happening in the island, Trinidad speaking, that shouldn't have happened because people should have looked out for the people. But there's a big difference with looking out for somebody and minding their business and talking about them behind their back. And that's why I don't like my island. I live in the east, so it's more close-knit. If I yell too loud, my neighbor would hear me. And it's like, I would hear persons on the phone because I used to catch a bus years ago. I don't catch public transport because it's just not healthy for me right now and COVID and whatnot. But when I used to take public transport, you would sit there and you could hear the woman as a woman dialect come out. I would legit say it in dialect terms. You could hear the woman in front of me saying, Oh God, I need to see how she dressed. I need to see this. And oh gosh, I need to see them people. That's how it looks up. And that's like dialect here. So I, I'm not going to like go in depth on how dialect works. But you hear them saying all this stuff and you're like, that's not your business though like it doesn't help you in you saying it it doesn't benefit you nothing is saying helps your day doesn't make your day better i'm like just let it go this has nothing to do with you i think that's one of my money first survival tactics i would tell you is to mind your business secondly of course is that there's a difference between minding your business 
and looking out for someone. People who mind people's business, they don't care about how the positive influences in their life. They just care about the gossip of their life. So make sure that when you're having conversations with your friends, of course, once in a while, a little gossip would appear here and there. But make sure that it's not just for comical relief, but sometimes you're really and really looking out for people. Hey, I see she looked, I see she, um, started, I see she girl was doing this thing down the road there, and I, you know, oh, I wonder why she needs some help. No, it's not that. They legit just talk bad about you. So learn to look out for people and not mind their business. Caribbean survival tip number one. Learning who to trust. Again, I would just stress on the point. Living on an island means that most people know each other. I know, like, I have a general consensus of all the people that went to secondary school during my time. In almost all the schools, we had intercal. We all had to see each other. And making friends was something that was very common because not everybody, like, I lived in country. I still do. I live, I have lived my entire life in country. So, my closest friend, like the guy who means the world to me on, on another level, of course, is my brother now. Like, not my blood, but my love and my family, just so they adopt each other and stuff. He lives in town. I never met him before until the first day of school. We were in the same class. So before that day, on, I'm just going to guess here, September the 11th, 2011? Maybe something along those lines. I'm just quickly scrolling back to see what day this is. September the 7th, 2011. Up until that day, September the 7th? I'm in 2009. <laughs> Up until September the... I was alright? The 5th, 2011. I didn't know the guy who is not my brother existed. And that shows how we have grown and become friends last year made 10 years of us being friends this year's 12 and i will say this now and i mean this wholeheartedly i trust him more than a decent portion of the persons that would have been in my life when i and i've known them since i was a toddler i have kept a close connection to the point where i could say if something is wrong with me right now who i'll call two of my friends from my primary school one of them is from preschool and then well three one of them is from preschool, two of them are from preschool, one of them is from primary school. And that's it. I don't really talk to anybody else. And that goes into me not talking to people in my neighborhood. People will say I'm sush. Especially when I came back home from university, people started to say, oh, she feels because she got a degree that she's big now. And it's not that I felt because I had a degree I was bigger than you. I felt like you were somebody I could trust. So why was I talking to you? You saved me no purpose. So why will I conduct a conversation? What would I tell you about my day? Next thing you switch those words around and you tell somebody else something else about my day. I don't trust you because I don't know you because I don't need to know you because as point number one said, I was minding my business. Now we're going to see how each point comes together in this. But yeah, so I will say that learning to trust people is one of the hardest things that you have to do. It's a trial and everything. You don't always get it right on your first try. You don't always get it wrong on your second third. You might get it wrong on your 15th try. You know, you might get it right on the first and be good. But at the same time, you need to be able to sift out the bad and see the good. You know, 
when I was in in 2000, oh my, my memory is fleeting. 2018 or 17, my friends and I went to like a party together. It was like a festival. It was like a five-day festival. And it would have been like about eight of us there. No, more than that, by sure. Like 10 of us there. Only eight of us or like seven of us are still close friends. So probably, we have a group chat. We talk every week. We, we're planning trips. We're doing so many things together. Just that amount of us. The other people were sifted out because they weren't consistently good to the group. They weren't consistently beneficial to us. So they were sifted out. And that might sound mean to some people, but they weren't authentically themselves. So why would we as a group trust them? And we saw, we reintroduced one of them to the group last year. Or the year before last year. That would have been 2020. Jesus Christ. Look at how time has flown. But yeah, that would have been like 2020. We reintroduced one of them to the group. And they were terrible. Like they were just like, you You, you know when you like see something and you're like, oh, that most likely changed. They ain't changed for nothing. They're still a bad, bad person. And they just had to leave immediately. Like, like after the event, of course. Because we had like a rented a villa and we were spending some time together with some other friends. And we got to see them in their true light. And it was just so distasteful. And now they will never be around us as a unit again. Because we all don't feel comfortable and we came to a general consensus that they just don't contribute to the group. And that's how life works. Sometimes people come into your life you give them chances and they don't it doesn't work out but you have to learn to not only trust yourself but trust other people's opinions of that and in this case all opinions were the same so they left so i guess to some extent the point before contradicts this point but the next point is family is everywhere i have the privilege to some curse to others that I live really close to my family. If I yell, my cousin will hear me, literally. If I want to go to my grandmother's house, it's seven minutes away. If I want to go to the place where my other grandmother's house was, it's give or take five minutes. And it has its perks, of course, that I'm never too far away from my relatives. But then at the same time, I'm never too far away from my relatives. And people tend to take advantage of that. Like, I guess, I don't really care if to say this. I have a specific aunt who genuinely just likes to use everybody. It's cool. I don't care because I'd really associate enough with these people to, for it to affect me. But at the same time... It's really irritating that because I live close or because it's convenient for you to call me or bother me that you choose to do so. That's not how it works. That's not how my life works. My life doesn't revolve around any one of you people. But at the same time, I'm grateful because I was raised really close. Like I could legit, I've, I've, I have done this before. I've walked not directly past their homes, but I have walked to my grandmother's house, well, to the area my grandmother lives, past that, walked to where my other grandmother lives, past that, and just went for like a jog with my friends already, because we used to do that. So I'll say having your family close isn't a disadvantage or an advantage, but it still gives you the opportunity to talk to people that supposed to, allegedly, have something in common with you, which is legit blood. (laughs) 
Next point is they think they know you. Now, as I've said, I've lived 100 my entire life. I've been here for 22. Well, I haven't lived here my entire life because I moved by to go to university. And that's what we're going to get into. But my for the entirety of my life, I have to write my permanent address. It hasn't changed for 22 years. And as each year progresses and I become more of myself, i.e. an individual, I've realized that persons think they have the privilege to state their opinions on how they see me, how they view me, and what I should do to change. Now, I'll give you a little background. My mom is a teacher. I am a teacher. My mom has been a teacher for like 20, 20 years? More than that. I'm 22, so like 25 maybe. 25 years. Um, she taught the school legit right out the road from, my, from where we live. She taught other schools, but she's taught majority of the neighborhood's children, i.e. she's had to interact with the majority of the neighborhood's parents. And in light of that, I was raised in this neighborhood. I went to preschool around the road. My primary school is a minute from my house. I went to high school in town. We should get into that too. And as I grew up, I found more interest in being myself, not being a reflection of my mother, not being a reflection of my dad or my surname or my family lineage or nothing. I decided I wanted to be my own individual. So I cussed. I curse, curse, cuss. Ha. I curse sometimes because I can. I have the right to. I am not, you know, I, I can do whatever I want. I wear clothes that I choose to wear that might not be considered, um, might not be approved by my family in general. I, I don't care. I don't dress for them. I dress for myself. I am very outspoken. So if somebody's telling me something, I don't care who who it is no matter if my mom know them or not doesn't matter to me if you disrespect me i will let you know that you disrespect me as long as it's in a position where i feel like that's necessary and since i moved to trinidad i lived there for two years and i really got an opportunity to shape who i was as an individual i i became who i am now because of it and I can't, I can't ask God for anything better but to have given me that opportunity to leave this home and to go somewhere else and go all the other places that I've been. But when I came back home, the besides, oh my gosh, I get so fat. That was the number one thing. Which, again, I don't know why they felt obligated to tell me that because I, I, don't, I don't care. I think I'm aware that I put on size, you know what I mean? But besides, oh my God, I got so fat, I had to hear everyone say, you feel because went to university that you're bigger than everybody now and my answer to that was no i always thought i was bigger than you because i live in my own world i don't my life doesn't revolve around you you are what i call a non-factor in my life you don't serve a purpose you are like a reoccurring cast member and you only show up every other season like it really got to me that people, like persons in my neighborhood especially, felt a level of entitlement to tell me their opinion on me. Because it wasn't like it was like, um, let's say, oh, uh, I think you should do this with your project or I think you should contribute. No, it wasn't like that. It was like they literally nitpicked my physical attributes and whatever personality that I shaped myself into having 
in the two years that I left. And I got to the point where I was like, I, I don't care. Like, I don't go outside. I don't talk to anybody in my neighborhood anymore. I don't do those things. And people would say, oh, she got stush, which is in people who don't know what stush means. Stush means they get like, um, you, what should I say? You're high, tighty, or you're above people. You believe that you're superior to others. No, it's not that. I just don't care because you're not contributing to my life. So why would I have you in my life? And I'm saying all this to say <laughs> the survival tip for this section is to be yourself, live your own life. I I cannot count on it. how many times like somebody in this neighborhood would be like, oh, wait, if so, why, so, why, so? And I'm like, okay, you have anything else to tell me that beneficial? Because this wasn't. And they would say, oh, it's not attitude now. And I'm like, I don't have an attitude. You walked up to me. You didn't tell me good day. You didn't tell me good morning. You didn't ask me how I was. You didn't ask me anything general about my well-being. You just started to state your opinion on something about me, which I didn't ask for. I don't have an answer. My, I don't have like a sign on me that says, tell me how you feel about me. No, because that's not your business. And that's not my business to know how you feel. Because before that moment, I didn't know you existed. And I had no opinion for you. So why do you have an opinion for me? You know what I mean? So survival tip is to live your own fantasy. And that might sound wrong because a fantasy is an illusion, but live it. One, survival tip number two is to be yourself and be strong in it. Be, be able to own who you are. One of the hardest things that I had to go through when I was younger is that I was a people pleaser. I always did things for other people and I never had the liberty to do things for myself. And when I had that opportunity, I seized it like no tomorrow. I do. I love doing stuff for myself. I'm very selfish now. I, I don't care. Like I, I, I really don't care. It doesn't affect me how selfish I am because my selfish ways don't affect anybody else. It affects me because I am selfish. You know what I mean? So living your own truth, be yourself, and most importantly, don't allow other persons' opinions to dictate how you live your life. <laughs> I'm going to do two points in one for this last part. This is really like simple. If you've ever watched Empire, you know there's a... Like, oh my gosh, I can't spoil it. So somebody goes to jail and there's a song called Snitch Bitch. If you want to just listen to the song without knowing the context. But yeah, snitches aren't good people. I will say, uh, just like the other point I raised earlier, people tend to mind your business and then people think they know you. So they formulate things about you. It could be a rumor that they snitch, but it's something. And I, I I speak from experience in hearing something. I would hear somebody tell me, wave me, I hear this about you. And I was like, tell me more. What did I do? Who I was with? Oh, my God. I swear, because I don't know any of those people. I don't know who spread this rumor. But at the same time, it sounds interesting. It can't be me, because I wasn't here. Because I, I, I only moved back home like two years ago. But tell me more about it. So be mindful of, of course, who you trust. Continue to mind your business. Ensure that the people that you trust are people that matter. Like I will say, I have big up my, my closest friends for the rest of my life. Of course, Kevin, of course, Cindy, of course, Joshua. Like related to the area I reside in, of course, my sister, like practical cousins, well, my sisters, Avisha, Akisha, so many other people that I could say I trust in the area I reside. But I don't trust everybody. I don't even talk to half of these people. Because these people 
only most of them don't actually care they only care about your business and that's not who you are your business is only a part it's not like if it's an actual business guys i'm not talking about women or entrepreneurs they're not entrepreneurs they don't care about that they care about all the nitty-gritty things about you majority of which most likely is negative in their eyes so make sure you trust persons and make sure you put yourself in a position where you are in a good environment and as we talk about environment that's the last point of the day the bubble i i had I had opportunity to do something last year, which again, I can't talk about for legal reasons, which I keep on bringing it up like if it's a thing, but I can't really talk about it until like March. Okay, I had the opportunity to do something last year that granted me the ability to interact with persons from all over the world. And I am letting you know now, it was the most eye-opening experience I've ever had. I got to see persons see religion see so many things that if i left if i didn't leave let's just say the island i live on more or less the village i live in i would have never known these people existed i'm not gonna lie to you culturally it was the most impactful thing i've ever done in my entire life some simple things as the way in which we had to commute to the cultural elements of learning about different persons and that is an opportunity I will never take for granted. Learning, and I've I've spoken about it on several occasions. How much I enjoy learning. I don't. I my mom will tell you this. I am somebody who you will never hear me say, "Oh, I have upper second class honors," or "Oh, I have first class honors," and I graduated my bachelor's in this. I will never say that. I will tell you that I went to university for three years to learn. I don't care about the awards. I've never cared about those things. I care what I learn and what I can take away from this experience so I'm saying all this to say living in a bubble for so long I'm grateful that I always wanted to see what was outside of the bubble so I studied a lot of stuff I learned about history I learned about cultures all over the world but really being able to see it was a different experience so the bubble that growing up in country growing up in the Caribbean puts us in is one of the most dangerous things that there is because it leaves us many people not everyone many people ignorant to the reality of life that there is something else outside of here you know i could have said i grew up and i never knew about something as simple as starbucks or shake shack if i never left my island because we don't have starbucks we don't have shake shack but then it goes even deeper where i would not have learned about the cultural impacts of life if I didn't leave this island. If I didn't go to somewhere simple as Trinidad where my roommate was from Dominica and I'm from Tobago and we realized how similar our islands were but how different our culture was at the same time. Same, like, it almost has the exact same amount of people. It's almost the same size. But Trinidad Island is French. My island is my island is special. My island, as it, it ended up being British, but it was so much more. Lord God. But yeah, and if it wasn't for me just saying, I don't want to go UTT in Scarborough, in Tongue, where I reside. I want to go to Yui. I would have never met her. I would have never met my Bayesian friends, my friends from Belize, from Ecuador, from Boston, from Ghana, from South Africa, from Nigeria, from all over the world, I would have never met, even from South Trinidad, 
I would have never met any of these people if I said I don't want to leave my bubble. So if you choose to stay in your bubble, that's fine. It's cool. There's nothing wrong with it. If that's your lifestyle, then do it. But if one day you feel like just stepping out and seeing what's behind or right right after the horizon, do it. Do it. Don't look back. I have a motto that I always tell my friends. Don't be like Lot. No, don't be. What am I saying? Don't be like Sarah. Be like Lot. Don't look back. Just keep on moving forward. Because you learn so much more in moving forward than you will in looking back at the past. So that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Caribbean Survival 101 Part 1, of course, because there's so much more to like dive into when it comes to living in the Caribbean. I would like to announce that for the entire month of February, it will be Love Month, include song effects and everything. Woo! So I decided for it to be love. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I don't believe in it. I believe that was a love, like a Valentine's Day baby or something like that, but I don't believe in the concept of a day dedicated to love that's a waste of time i decided that i am celebrating the valentine's day massacre of 1929 by al capone in chicago that's what i'm celebrating which is bad because seven people died it's like a gang related violence i'll go in depth in like when starting off the whole thing but yeah that's what i am going to be celebrating like what remembering yes remember (laughs) but I decided to do an entire month dedicated to love, and there's no better month than February. So I'm really excited for us to tackle different elements of love. I'm not going to sit here and just talk about dates and like flowers and romance. I'm not doing that. But if you've listened to this podcast for the past month, you know that I'm not going to do that. But I will be bringing elements of love and different topics i may as i told you i may have some guests on because i feel like the some of the topics that i have i really want to hear other person's opinions and i think that this is the greatest opportunity i could have to do that so i'm so excited to announce to everyone listening this because this is the last podcast for january that next month on february the one second i have a 2017 calendar up in my room <laughs> from february the 6th well february the 5th podcast and onwards for the entire month it will be dedicated to love so four episodes of love so excited <laughs> And that brings us to the end of this week's Waves episode. As I would always say, with each week, I come here and I talk and talk and talk. But I want for each of us to learn from each other, to grow from each other. So if you have a message that you want to send in, you can send that in. My information is always in the description. But stay tuned for more episodes to come, more topics, more controversial topics and even some sentimental stuff along the way so enjoy the rest of your day 
your night your evening and continue to be a light in your own life